Now today we're going to uh, dedicate uh, three beautiful little babies. And as we do this, I wanted to just take a few minutes uh, before our dedication at the end this morning and talk about uh, why do we dedicate a baby, a newborn baby? Why do we do this? And I want to give to you uh, three main reasons. I think there are probably others, but here are three main reasons that we have a baby dedication ceremony where we formally, in the an assembly of the church, give to God a child. Say, God, we just present this child to you for you to take and to use. We do it because we feel that it, that it is a holy moment unto you. I'm going to give you three reasons this morning. And the first one I, I want to start with is I believe that baby dedication is biblical. <clears throat> we, we want to do things that are biblical and not just traditional. So baby dedication, I believe, is biblical. And my first text will be in Proverbs 22, verse 6. Uh, you're, you're probably familiar with this verse, but... It reads like this. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Remember that verse? Well, the word train here in Proverbs 22 is the Hebrew word Hanukkah. And it is literally the word the Hebrew word which is often translated as dedicate. Here's an example of how this word, Hebrew word Hanukkah is used. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 5, when Solomon and the people of Israel built the temple, most magnificent worship center in all the world in the Old Testament. And it says they gathered together, 2 Chronicles 7 verse 5, to dedicate the house of God. Hanukkah. Same word used here. See, they recognize that here is a structure that is set apart for sacred use only. This belongs to God in a unique way. They didn't make it happen. They recognized it was so. They dedicated it because it should be so. And when they dedicated the temple, Hanukkah, the glory of God entered it. Something happened in the temple. So this is the word used in Proverbs 22.6. It's not a process in Proverbs 22.6. It's an event. Commit the child to the way he should go. Even today, Jews celebrate, it's, uh, at about the time what, uh, we would call Christmas time, uh, December time, uh, the Jews, Orthodox Jews around the world actually, have a festival where they celebrate the dedication of the temple. 
Uh, in the Old Testament, in times of the Maccabees, around 200 B.C., they, uh, the temple had been uh, taken over by pagans, and, they, and the Jews took it back and rededicated it to God. And so you know what they call this time in December when they still celebrate the dedication of the temple? Hanukkah. Same word that is used right here in Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child, Hanukkah, in the way he should go. So the word itself means to dedicate to God for sacred use. So that's one verse. There are other instances, and we won't uh, belabor this point, but Exodus 13.2, right after the Exodus in chapter 12, it says, God told Moses, Exodus 13.2, Consecrate to me all of the firstborn. Whatever is the first to open the womb among the people, both of man and beast, is mine. They dedicated, God told them, I want you to dedicate the firstborn because the firstborn represented the whole, all the children. Just like first fruits represents all of it. You're giving all to God. But he said, bring the firstborn, not just the children, but the, the animals. Now, let me hasten to say, we're not going to be dedicating any cats anytime soon. But the point in the Old Testament is, that they dedicated children to God. Exodus 13.2. And I've been reading 1 Samuel uh, this past week, and I was struck by how Hannah, 1 Samuel 1.27, uh, prayed for a child, and the Lord gave her what she asked. So she said at 1 Samuel 1.27, Now I give him to the Lord. And it was beautiful this morning in the early service because we had this couple that I remember them praying for children. <laughs> and now they are on number five, whom they dedicated to God this morning. And the mother's name is Hannah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. So Hannah, in the Old Testament, 1 Samuel one twenty seven. Prayed to God for a child. God gave her Samuel, the prophet. And she dedicated him to God. She took him to the temple and left him with the high priest. And he served God all his life at the temple. So when we talk about baby dedication, I believe it is biblical to formally come together and take a child and present it before God and before the congregation and say this child belongs to God in a special, unique way. Now here is a, a second reason that uh, I believe we should dedicate babies to God. It is because we as parents are flawed. We are limited uh, we are brief and imperfect. Hebrews 12, verse 9 and 10 says, uh, Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. So how much more should we submit to the Father of our spirit 
and live. In Hebrews 12.10, Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good. Do you see the contrast there? Our fathers, for a little while, see that's one problem is they're brief. They passed, we're home for 18 months. I mean, 18 months. 18 years, average. And then a lot of times we're gone. But do we still not need, does a child still not need provision, protection, guidance? Have you as parents known what it means to have a 20-year-old, a 25-year-old come back home? See, but the time is brief, but they still need it. But look what else. Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. Our discipline is flawed. But God does it for our good, as if to say, Father's discipline's not always that good. And I, I can remember uh, uh, my two oldest girls, uh, sometimes they would play uh, with dolls, and, and this is when they were six to eight years old, and, um, and they'd be in their room, and they, they would mimic a baby crying. And it's like, they had this nasally uh, kind of whine that just filled the house and would run up and down my spine like uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. And I, 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 I just couldn't take it. And I'd go in, sometimes I yelled at them, Stop! But they were playing. But it was wasn't for their good as much as it was for my good. I can even remember one time they were sitting on steps and one of them wanted to get past, uh, wanted to get by, and the other one wouldn't move. And I went in and I said, now I'm going to come in the next time and I'm going to spank one of you. And they, I went back and sure enough, they kept at it louder and louder. And I went back and I had the little ping pong paddle and I said, all right, who's the, who started this? And they were both pointing at each other. You know what I did? I spanked both of them. <laughs> I didn't care who was wrong. I, if Janet had been there, I'd have spanked her too. I mean, I was in a, I was in a bad mood, man. <laughs> Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God for our good. See, as parents, we have two problems. Our time is limited and our knowledge is flawed. Baby dedication is the recognition on the part of the parent that there is only one perfect father. In uh, Hebrews 12.10, in the Living Bible, it says... Our earthly fathers trained us for a few brief years doing the best they knew how. (laughs) Maybe. But think about this. Every flaw in your father, and we've all had earthly fathers. Some are flawed more than others. But every flaw in your earthly father 
is meant to turn you to praise to the Heavenly Father. Every one of them redirects you. For example, was your father absent? See, I had an absent father, so I'm a victim of life. No, because an absent father just turns us to God who is an ever-present help in time of trouble. Amen? See, he's the father who's always there. Perhaps you had a foolish father. God, it says, is all-wise. What a father he is. Perhaps you had a temporary father. He worked long hours, was gone on trips, come home to visit and gone again, and you missed him and you would lay awake at night thinking about, where is my dad? I want to tell you, your heavenly father says in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you or forsake you. Limited in power, limited in love, limited in ability, limited in wisdom, none of those things are true of your heavenly Father. So when we bring these little children to God, we're bringing them to present them to the perfect, omniscient, all-wonderful Father who is in heaven. We recognize our inadequacy. Baby dedication is because we recognize we as parents are limited and brief in their lives. One other uh, reason, I'm giving you three main reasons for baby dedication. The Bible teaches it. Human fathers and mothers are limited in time and knowledge. They're imperfect. But there's a third reason we dedicate our babies to God. And that is that children need God. We dedicate them because they need to be dedicated. Not talking about the parents. Not talking about the Bible. But the child does not come fully mature. Fully wise. The child has enemies. Temptations. Fears. The child is subject to peril. Listen to a parable that Jesus told in Matthew 18, 10 to 14. He said regarding little children, he said, See that you do not despise one of these little ones. And then he uses a parable of the hundred sheep and one is out. If a man has a hundred sheep, one goes astray, doesn't he leave the ninety-nine and go search for the one that went astray? When he finds it, he says he rejoices over it more than the ninety-nine. Now listen to this verse. Verse 14. So is not the will of my Father in heaven that a single one of these little ones should perish. Did you know they can perish? They're in peril. Jesus uses this parable in Luke 15 to describe his ministry to sinners in Luke 15. Here in Matthew 18, 
he uses the same parable to to describe how little children need the same outreach as the sinners in Luke 15. Lest they perish. Little children need to be dedicated to God. They need God's Word. They need the comforts of the Gospel. They need the presence of the Holy Spirit. They need the love and support of a church. So we dedicate them. Because the Bible teaches it. And because fathers and mothers are flawed and because the child itself needs to be dedicated. Kyle Eidelman is a pastor in Louisville. When I go down there, uh, I usually, uh, if it's on a weekend, I attend the church there in Louisville, uh, Southeast Christian Church. He tells about going on a mission trip, a brief mission trip, to the Dominican Republic. And he says... In this particular area where they were, wild dogs were everywhere. And, and uh, he took along his family and his little uh, eight-year-old. And his little eight-year-old, over here, dogs are often family members. Over there, they are killers. But she would see these wild dogs and think of American dogs, and she would try to pet them. She would go toward them. And after a couple of corrections and rescuing her, he sat her down one morning, got up early and brought her in. He said, now, if we're going to stay here, I have to show you something. And he showed her pictures online of some children where the wild dogs had attacked them. And he explained to her that he wanted to protect her. It was graphic. And he closes his illustration by saying that he had no more problems. After she saw the pictures of what the wild dogs could do to her, he had no, prob- no more problems on his trip. This is what we do with spiritual, biblical instruction. Here's what sin can do to your life. Here are its ravages. Here are its consequences. See the stories in the Bible and take our warnings. We dedicate children because they need our dedication of them to God.